We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome into this Monday edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio here with you. Uh, starting a, another week, we're still one week away from SEC Media Days. We're in absolutely the doldrums, but we're going to get there. There's a light at the end of the tunnel, and when it starts, it doesn't stop until this time next year. So enjoy it. Enjoy your few weeks off. I know we're trying to. Um, here is it is slow for uh, really the only time until, I guess you could say Christmas, but even then there's stuff going on. I mean, that's not yep. exactly a, a, an empty part of the, uh, part of the year. So. The next Two weeks. Well, next week I'll have some stuff because of media days, but then the week after that will be slow, and then it picks up. Just the way it is. July, and our business is slow. And if you don't enjoy it and recharge your battery, you look up in September and it's too late, and you have that realization that I did one year on the Auburn beat when I worked the whole summer, and I walked out of Auburn, out of Jordan-Hare at the end of game one of the season. And I said, one down, 11 to go. And I thought to myself, that's not good. That's not a good, not a good mental, mental place to be. <laughs> that is a good point. If you get into like a couple weeks of football season and go, hey, God, I mean, it's almost over. It's like, oh, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. That's not, I that's remember, not ideal. I remember it? having to talk to myself that day going, you know, you've got, you've got 11 games, probably a bowl game, a basketball season, a baseball season before you get to think like this. And I remember thinking this next summer, you, you've, that was back when I was doing radio as a everyday too. I, there's just no time to take a break and you didn't and you paid for it. Oxford Exxon, Highway 6 West in Oxford. Every day is a good day to head on over there. If you come into town, headed out of town, and a lot of vacations people going on still uh, prior to school starting. The uh, the Oxford calendar's backed up. Oxford City School starting uh, August 1st this year. Already yeah. Back to August 1st. So, uh, a few times left for that. The Oxford Exxon Highway 6 West again. Uh, Exxon mobile app. Download it. Use it. 1,000 bonus points. That equals 10 bucks even at the tank you're filling up at the time. Lunch special is 569 and more. Again, coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi. 662-257-1900 is the number. Call it. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. 
right to the bottom line. There's no hassle, no haggle. You get your quote. The rest is up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today, 662-257-1900. Guest join on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline, Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford. Great place to go in, grab a burger, a po' boy, appetizers, full bar, a great beer selection and more there at Rafters on the Square. Don't forget Rafters in New Albany and then... Again, starting on Wednesday for the rest of the week, Rafters on the Water out at Sardis, where you can get frozen margaritas and beer and burgers and the whole deal and enjoy a day in the sun and get a little break from the sun. It gets pretty hot in July in Mississippi. Got a reprieve yesterday. Got that thunderstorm in on Saturday night. That was nice. It cooled off yesterday. It's overcast. It was, it was all right yesterday. It wasn't, it wasn't Yesterday bad. was okay. By the way, what is up with August 1st starting school? August the 1st. What, what are we doing? What, 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 is, what is this about? And I know where this is headed. This is headed towards one of these year-long with more breaks during the year schedules. Yeah. Which you don't like. You like you want the traditional school schedule. Well, I mean, I'm almost done. It doesn't matter. I'm not going to have to deal with it. It gives to... you more of a chance to give an opinion. What do you got? Go ahead. It's stupid. Okay. Lay it out for me. Because people take yeah, vacations. People take vacations in the summer. Kids go to camp in the summer. Kids need an extended break from school in the summer. I both. Well, I guess one of my girls is taking one course, but they needed a break. They needed a mental break from school. To assume that that high school kids, middle school kids don't too is just. Just they need a break. Go go do. We we've we've ch- we're changing the calendar really weird. Like little league baseball wraps up like May fifteenth. Why? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I, why? When I was doing youth baseball, I want to say like all star weekends were basically the second, third, and maybe even fourth week of July. Yeah, yeah. You would play through June, and then the you regu- kind of have all stars. The regular season sort of ended on the fourth. Yeah, and then the kids who played all stars, usually the, the the dads, the coaches' kids, would go play all star. <laughs> For a couple of weeks. That's that was the summer. And now we're doing this thing August first. Yeah, how hot it's gonna be in carpool line on August the first. It's more the well, and it's not more, sorry. There's a couple different things to it. A I and I haven't examined this overly closely and exactly what the schedule looks like. But in towns like Oxford, where you have so many university employees, mm-hmm. it's hard to getting off Ole Miss's schedule. Right. Where all the breaks aren't the same, and it, that creates tons of additional issues when you're not on the same schedule as the university, which would be easy to but, do to like, some extent. Ole Miss's schedule doesn't kick up till I'm, I'm guessing like – No, but I mean even during the year. You've yeah, got different right. breaks. You've got throughout the whole 365, not even start date, end date, but – well, like I'm they guessing, they have changed dates in the middle now. I'm guessing Ole Miss will start classes sometime, sometime between the 22nd and the 29th. Those are Mondays. Yeah, so sure, one sure. of those, somewhere between that Monday the 22nd and Monday the 29th, is when they'll start class. That's my guess. Yeah. So you got about a month in before that happens. Um, some of the bigger adjustments too is just the. Uh, the start times, I think, like, I think Bramlett's starting at 7.40 this year. Really? Something like that. I think it's 7.40. Yeah, something like that. So, 
Anyway, all right. I, I, I mean, I'm close to the end. Carson will be driving by the end of the year. So, I mean, I feel like I've made it. I, I think I prefer to, while I'm in school, just go to school and have a longer continuous break than have like multiple two weeks breaks throughout the year where you're not ever. Where you never. What about kids that like going to summer camp? What about kids that were, used to get summer jobs? Now, that's not possible under this calendar because I mean, you can't stay employed long enough right, for that. Right, that's what that. I'm saying. I don't know. This is my thoughts. Huh? August 1st feels early. Well, it is early. And then they finish like May. We started August 5th, 6th, 7th, somewhere in there, I think, when I was in school. Really? Yeah. Were y'all later than that? Oh, yeah, yeah. When, oh, I, was a, really? when I was a kid. So they've been gradually backing it. When I was a kid, we started... Right before Labor Day. Like last week of August. Because the first weekend of the year usually was the Labor Day weekend. Yeah, sure. And then we went through May. We got off at the end of May. Like right before Memorial Day. Okay. Now, kids get finished like May the 6th. And the way the schools are done, really, once they take the state test, it's over. Night, night. They're just watching. Because it's all kind of over at that point. It's watching movies. And then about May the 6th, May the 7th, it's like, yeah, I'll see y'all later. And then we go back August 1. It just doesn't, I, I don't I don't get it. But hey, whatever. Carson got a big, strong opinion? No, because like, he's got, you know, he, like any other kid who's playing high school sports, they've gone all off season. They've gone all so summer. So it never really stops. So it doesn't really stop. He 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 does better in school. He does better being in school. The routine, the interaction, yeah, yeah. well, the just socialization, yeah, yeah. all of that. Yeah, he he's, he's it's easier to stay in routine. I mean, period. It's it's easier to be healthier. Yes, is what we do. Yeah, go 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 go. I mean, you know, you I mean you need a break, but well, like his club soccer stuff starts August the second. We got that scheduled the other day. They start cranking that here pretty soon, and that definitely doesn't stop. No, it just rolls. So, but I'm not complaining because it'll be over before you know it. And I, I'll, I'll look up and I, I think I'll just go. What, what am I supposed to do now? So anyway, there you go. Yeah, no just, good segue. Those, are, that. those are my thoughts. That's, that's, that, those are the thoughts. Um, did you day still a week away? Yep. We've talked about for a while now that Sankey talking on Monday seems to be the most interesting thing that will happen. But I'll be honest, as it gets closer, I don't think he's going to say anything. I think we're about to get a really canned Greg Sankey relative to him because everything's so in flux Yes, that I think we're just going to get a bunch of nothing on Monday from Greg Sankey. I don't expect any – I mean, look, everybody's going to write every word he says, but I don't expect much that's going to move the dial on Monday. I don't either. I mean, you and I have talked, we've talked about this. I kind of believe in transparency here. Sure. We've had this debate about whether to go. Because if I go, I'm just going for the one day. Because Ole Miss goes on Monday. It's it's Ole Miss, Missouri, and LSU. Is that right? I'm going to look. That I sounds. think that's right. I think it's Brian Kelly, Lane Kiffin, and Drinkwitz with Sankey on Monday. So I'm just going for Monday. Like, literally, I, I would get back in the car and drive part of the way back after after Lane. I think Lane goes – I think Lane's third to the podium. Okay. In the main room. Yeah. And so we would get him 10 minutes before that 
and then there'd be some players. But I agree with you. The closer we get to it, the less I think that there's going to be any revelation from Greg Sankey about, let me tell you all what's coming in terms of conference realignment. We've reached out, and that's not going to happen. So, and then I don't, I don't. What's Lane going to say? I mean, really, what, what, what are the big topics that Lane Kiffin is going to dive into that he's not dived into already quite a bit? He's talked so much about NIL that there's nothing. He's going to regurgitate portal and NIL. Is what's going to happen? And he's going to no comment anything that gets asked about Saban and Fisher. He's yeah, he's not going to talk about that. He'll make crack some sort of a joke. Um, he'll get a lot of quarterback questions. He'll get asked the question about, I think he'll get asked the question about going so heavy in the portal. Is that a long-term thing or is that something that he did this year because of specific needs? That's the, I, I can't, I mean, because they've, He's done so many national things with national guys where he's talked about the big picture stuff. You sort of already know his answers to big picture questions because he's answered them. You're still going to write it again. Yeah, you still write it again, but it's but from our perspective, it's got it. You, you almost have to take some sort of a fresh approach to it. A lot of those around. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, let me reinvent the wheel here what, on media. What players day. is Ole Miss taking? Have they announced yet? I guess that announcement comes this week. Probably I, this week. I don't. Yeah. We have any thoughts on who they're taking? Roker, maybe. Is Nick gone before? Did he go last year? I Maybe can't remember. Year. Roker or Jeremy? Okay. I would yeah, assume. I would assume. Cedric Johnson. Maybe. Who are the Who are the veteran DBs? They've got eighteen gazillion DBs, but I'm trying to think who the, who are the guys that have been there. A like while. the obvious, who's who's headed? Let's yeah, see. let's pull it up real quick. I'm just kind of curious now. This is the time of year too, where oh, almost AJ Finley. AJ Finley would be a good that would make a lot of sense, wouldn't it? Yeah, AJ would make a lot of sense. Otis, you send AJ before Otis. Yeah, I think so. I mean, if you're making it a career achievement award, and sometimes they don't. Sometimes they just take the people that the media want. But he's not taking a quarterback because he doesn't have a... And he's not going to take a portal guy, I wouldn't think. I mean, if he wanted to take somebody who people want to talk to, he'd take Zach Evans, but I don't think they'll take Zach. Doesn't feel like that. No. At all. Cedric would make a lot of sense. A ton of sense, actually. If it were my decision, I would take Cedric Johnson. Cedric, AJ, and one of the veteran offensive linemen? Yeah, I would take Jeremy or Nick. That's what I would do. Because frankly, right now, if you're not taking portal guys, the defense has got more dudes and more returners and has more knowns. I mean, the offense is kind of all over the place right now on what, what that potentially looks like. Yeah, no, it's total flip from a couple of years ago where there were all these questions on defense and we sort of knew what was coming on offense. I think it's the exact opposite this time. Yeah, that sticks out the most. I kind of went down the whole thing. I did... I don't know that I have questions as far as, oh, they're going to like suck or like what their overall ability is, but I do think they've got some things to figure out in every spot in a way on that offensive line. I thought that was a little interesting. You wrote in 10 thoughts. You think, you think they're really good up front. I do. I think they're going to be really good up front. Now, they got to 
kind you got of, James moving. You got Broker moving. You got some stuff in the middle. They need to get better with snaps and whatnot at center. There's, there's stuff. Although the last time I asked Lane about that, he didn't seem concerned anymore. Well, and it was better the last couple times we saw yeah. them. And then in the spring game. Because early in the spring that. when I asked about it, he goes, yeah, it's a concern. Well, they were all over the place. Yeah. Well, I think at that point they were starting to shop for centers. Yeah, I think it's a good take. Just take Luke. Just take Altmaier and Dart. <laughs> well, that would be fun. And Trick. I mean, that would be good. But no, they'll take those other guys. Well, we talked so to those our, guys. And so, from our perspective, right? We've done. I mean, how many more Nick Broker stories could we possibly write? Like, I could go ask Nick, "Hey, how do you think the offensive line chemistry thing is going?" And I'd get an answer. And Nick's good. I'd get an answer. Don't even know what I'd have talked to AJ about. I mean, you know what I mean? I mean He's an underrated player, but what are we writing the story right, on? Right, right. Because yeah. he just keeps getting better every day. Right. He just showed, like, it's just it's Maybe that'd be the angle thing. there is, you know, you're, you're, maybe the angle there is your pro stock. Because I think some people thought AJ might leave last year, and he decided to come back. And then, yeah. Cedric, Cedric's a good story. Cedric's, frankly, a story we haven't written. And I think he's going to be really good this year. I do, too. I think he's going to be really, really, really good. I think Cedric learned a lot from Sam Williams, and I think it's his turn, and he knows it, and I think it's coming if he can stay healthy. Ooh. Does Juice show up at media day? I would think not. My gut is definitely no. I would think Greg Sankey would not be thrilled. To get him a tux for the show, kind of like Herschel taking the Bulldog to the Heisman Trophy presentation in 1980. Yeah. I actually think Miles would be very interesting at Media Day. I don't think they will take Miles, but I think Miles would be very interesting. Yeah. He's, Miles is one of the better stories on the team. Yeah, better story. Great talker. And, yeah. Yeah. Good story there. Yeah. Guy who's found a role that allows him to have a professional career, most likely. Yeah. When he wanted to play wide receiver, thought he was a wide receiver. Has yeah. been moved all over the damn place because of lack of depth. Yeah. I mean, he was kind of that year's. Derek Jones back in the day where you move him over there and go, hey, just cover that cat and see what happens and see yeah. how it goes. Yeah. And suddenly he's got ball skills in that corner. Yeah, he would be a good guy to take. But if you take him, you're probably not taking A.J., and I think they'd take A.J. before him. I don't, who knows? Yeah, we don't know. I, I we're, don't, we're, we're strictly killing this, time. This is literally, well, this is literally the first time it's crossed my mind. Like, who, who would they take? Because I'm not one of the people that thinks this is that big of a deal. The like, whole week it, it, is going to be whatever. Because, it like, used to be a big deal. It's like with the Sankey thing from the standpoint of there's nothing to say because the way this thing, it's all one ecosystem. Usually Destin is really, 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 really interesting. And then that plays into media day because it tends up all these storylines. Yes. Well, nothing happened in Destin. They didn't vote on anything. No. They, they kicked cans on everything in Destin. There was, like, at the end of Destin, I was so glad I didn't go. Yeah, there was lots of stuff, but there was no decision. So you're just still with stuff, but nothing. So yeah. it didn't do a good job of, I mean, Destin was always the thing that really set stuff in place and lets you, it's kind of the opposite of like when ESPN would do Mike and Mike in the morning and that was like this big pillow to put your head on and then you'd get more serious as the week went on or the day went on. It's the reverse. And if you don't get that bit of information there, then nothing happens and it just kind of gets stuck. Well, I wrote about this in 10 Thoughts, but 
it used to serve a real purpose, Media Days. And now it, it does, it serves a purpose, but it's, it's killing a week of dead time for the SEC Network. That's what it is today. Not what it used to be. It used to be for print media. Tabs. Yeah. Tabs. Because you knew the tabs were coming, and all those people were there, and you would just go fill up a recorder. Like we used to, in Mobile, there were three of us that would go, and we would draw SEC teams. Like I had Auburn, the Alabama beat writer had Alabama, and then I would draw like three other teams out of a hat or get them randomly assigned to me. And that, those were my And you would just collect teams. quotes. Just I wasn't writing about South Carolina, for example, that day. But the tab. But I was going to have to write a big tab thing and something on a South Carolina player for that. Because there was going to be a page in the tab on South Carolina. And it's got because, a schedule and all that crap they were putting on it. ads and, and stuff in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's so, a moneymaker. That's what it was. Yeah, it was money. It was a cash grab. Yeah. And so I'd go get all that stuff, and I'd find whichever. I'd, I'd go find a South Carolina beat writer and go, okay, of these two guys, which one's the better talker? Because I didn't care about the story. It's and they'd something. say, oh, that one's really good. Okay, I'd go talk to him. And then I'd just save it. And then at some point, a week and a half, two weeks later, I'd be like, okay, I need to write that story about the kid from South Carolina. Transcribe. Yeah, so you'd have South Carolina and Mississippi State and Vanderbilt. Yeah, and that'd be, I'd, I'd have, and then I'd have a gazillion Auburn things to write. But if it weren't for media days, I'd be like, okay, I don't know what I'm doing. Media days was your savior. And now, no one does that anymore. No one's putting a tab together anymore. I mean, in Mobile, man, we tabbed. They had a massive high school tab. Oh, I didn't think about the high school Oh, my tabs. God. And I'd get some of those, too. And so that was July. Hey, you've got Williamson and Viger and UMS Wright. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> right? So you just go get all that. And you write the really generic, they're really happy and excited about the season story. Yeah. Hey, coach, talk. They were 3-9 and nine last year, but they're optimistic. Yeah. I mean, you if you've done it long enough, you knew when – in the interview, when you had enough. Hey, Coach, thanks. See you. How many names can we get in this thing <laughs> so Johnny's grandmother buys this tab? But you had that, and you had a college, the, the college tab, an SEC tab, and we had an NFL tab because we covered the Saints. In an NFL tab? Oh, yeah, for sure. Really? Remember, they sent me to Green Bay to do that massive story on Brett Favre. I didn't realize it was for a tab. And it was write all you want to write. Just write. You write to your heart's content. Right, I got something. Community Mortgage, Oxford, Memphis, Soto County, and Chattanooga. All underwriting and processing is done in Memphis. They're getting local underwriting and understand your market. Leader in condo financing, the float down option, and more. You can find Jason at 662-234-2704 or J-L-O-W-E at communitymtg.com. We're uh, also brought to you by MyPerfectFranchise.net. Are you looking to diversify? Are you looking to leave the corporate rat race to gain control of your income and schedule? MyPerfectFranchise.net offers the ability to create income and wealth. Let Andy Ludecki guide you through a comprehensive franchise evaluations. He has tons of franchises, business ownership experience to lean on. Do you hate your job, your boss, your pay? Do you feel stuck? Andy can help. It's Andy at MyPerfectFranchise.net. .net. Solutions RX is a probiotic multivitamin supplement company created by Ole Miss Pharmacy alum Chris Cornelison. It's pharmaceutical grade, manufactured right here inside the U.S. under the highest standards. They're based out of Iuka. Did I do it right? Good job. Thanks, man. Getting there. I don't, I don't know how y'all. One of those hit buttons with the applause. I don't know how y'all do that. <laughs> if, if you uh, if you take diabetes, high blood pressure, 
or cholesterol medications. They typically cause side effects like muscle pain, brain fog, and energy loss due to a depletion of minerals and vitamins in the body. But Chris formulated a product called Prescription Support to put those vitamins back into your body to help with those side effects, helping you stay more compliant in taking your medications, helping you stay healthier over the long term. It's solutionsrx.com. Type in the promo code OEP at checkout and get 10% off your first order. Also brought to you by Holcomb Portable Buildings, 7991 Highway 7 South in Holcomb, Mississippi. At Holcomb Portable Buildings, they custom build your building to your specifications. However you want your carport, ATV or storage shed, barn, hunting cabin, or other buildings, Holcomb Portable Buildings can accommodate you. You pick the color, the style, the windows, the doors, and Holcomb makes it happen. In-house financing is available. Free delivery and setup within 75 miles of Holcomb as well. 662-226-2233 or go to HolcombBuildings.com. Also find them on Facebook or Instagram at Holcomb Portable Buildings. And don't forget DeadSoxy.com. Best socks you can put on your feet. It's really hot outside. Uh, if you don't want to wear socks but you don't want your feet to smell like a swamp, get those no-shows. You'll love them. They stay uh, They stay with you. They don't slide down into your shoe and drive you crazy. They'll stay, keep your feet nice and cool. Very stylish as well. DeadSoxy.com, promo code REBELGROVE for 25% off. Podcast also brought to you by GNM Pharmacy, 662-236-2222. They deliver locally in the Oxford area and offer MedSync. Take care of you every single day with their med packs. If you, uh, if you need help, your parents potentially need help with managing their medication, morning pack, evening pack, everything in there, take it, move on to the next one, have everything you need when you need it. Again, that's Tyson Drugs in Holly Springs or GNM here in Oxford, 662-236-2222. Uh, yes, I am left-handed. You can basically cut my right hand off. It does very little. Yes, very, very left-handed. Um... What did I do to be left-handed? Drink my coffee? I, mean, I don't know. I, I type with both hands. I don't know. You must have must have been. A must coffee. have done something. Must have done something. Okay. That, yeah. No, this is just. Here. That was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. When did it? You did Pat White. What year? You did Brett Favre. What year? What? When did it change? When did newspapers start cutting back on that kind of stuff? And About we the saw time the big I left. change. Oh seven, oh eight. Yeah, that's when I started noticing. Hey, we're not spending like we used to spend. Because people used to call the press register the cash register. Because it just rolled. We didn't, it didn't matter. They cut circulation or area, too? Did they, did I don't they, remember. Did they minimize? I think it was just getting obvious that something was going wrong. It was cost of newsprint. People weren't, younger people weren't reading papers anymore. The internet had happened. Mm-hmm. Nobody could figure out how to make money off of it. Still can't. I mean, a lot of people still can't. Yeah. Well, because I mean, it's it's. I don't necessarily even know why, but a an internet ad is not worth even in the same stratosphere as a print ad from a monetary standpoint. Right. That's not my area, so I don't know. But it's not. Yeah, I mean, I I, I try not to do this because I feel like I'm insulting people, but the people <laughs> that buy like ads and magazines and stuff are. And they're expensive. They're super expensive. Yeah. Because they, quote, look great. Yeah, but nobody sees them. And the people who do see them are not the people that you want to see them. Yeah. You're trying to get a target demo. That ain't it. That's why podcast ads work. Yeah. You get a very targeted demo that listens every single day. God bless you people. That, yeah. That, that's, you know exactly who you are going after. Podcasts are intentional. 
Yes. If I go listen to the even Oak, more than terrestrial radio. If, yes. Yeah. Well, completely much more because I you can still like if you're driving down the road, I ought to see what's on the radio, or I'll see what's on XM. If I go listen to whether it's Adam Carolla or or Joe Rogan or us or uh, OKC Dream Team because I want to re- listen to something about the Thunder, it takes intent. If I want to listen to Sahadev Sharma and Patrick Mooney on the Athletics podcast about the Cubs, I have to go get it and I have to hit the play button. It requires intent. So I'm probably going to hear their ads. And their ads, because I'm a guy, are going to stick in the back of my mind. And then when I go, oh, you know what? I need to order some sheets. Yeah. What's the name of that company? And that's how it goes. Yeah. You run around the house and go, blinds galore or stamps.com. Yeah. Or whatever that thing is for that thing. Well, like. Simply safe. I mean, yeah. we hear them on all the podcasts. The element thing that you told me about. Yeah. I mean, so I was like, I'll try that. Yeah. You know, I mean. I athletic it, greens. Yeah. I wouldn't know about athletic greens. <laughs> I do want to know what they're spending. A ton. A hundred percent of their marketing budget, and I think. it tells because, me that they're making a ton, too. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I will check today. I know the Shopify ad that some of you people are getting is kind of loud. I will work on figuring out what to do about that. Because, to be honest, I don't have a great answer. But we will try to help that figure out. But my apologies for anyone who heard a uh, cash register, speaking of, sound in their in their ears. I, sorry. I think I need to move the gain up on the thing, but I'm scared to touch it in the middle of the show, so I'm not going yeah. to, and we're just going to figure that out later. But I think I know how to correct some of it, but that's not for today. There's, there's that. But to answer your question, I could see it. And I was do- what happened with me was I was also doing radio, and you could tell radio advertising was beginning, had peaked. Things had changed. Mm-hmm. This was before podcasts. We were taking a hit because of satellite radio. That's an interesting question. Grind, what do y'all think the reading level is for the content you publish? Um, I mean, you don't want to be... You don't want to make it difficult to read or where there doesn't have flow in it for any level for the most part. Um, I mean, I would assume we write a little smarter than just your normal what newspapers would tell you to write for in a in a sports section. I mean, when I'm saying we're the Wall Street Journal or New York Times, but like, I mean, I don't intentionally dumb it down necessarily either. Um, no, no, because frankly, our demographic, it's fine. Honestly, never really think about it. I yeah. just sort of write. I mean, I guess we were taught in school read for, you know, write for a certain level, but I don't even know how to do that. I don't know what that means unless it's just a really intuitive thing. I can remember a few times in Mobile, people would send my copy back and say, some of, the, some of these words are too big. Really? Yeah. No one's going to know what that means. Huh. Okay. To which me being a smart ass was like, well, then they should get a dictionary. and That, <laughs> that didn't go over well. I, I mean, they were like, change, Still had change to fix it. it. Yeah, dumb it down. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That's, question when was the last time you read a newspaper you read newspapers do you get the local paper i don't have anything in hand and i miss it i I, i'm i'm just old enough to really miss having newspapers in my hand i mean i grew up with the daily journal with player and ledger with 
that type of deal. Now, I have several newspaper subscriptions on my computer that I read pretty much every day. Mm -hmm. But, no, from an actual... I, I would... The delivery system is kind of funky. If I could get it better, I would actually get one of the national papers every day to my house. But yeah, they, no, I I love it's news, not the way it can I necessarily work. I love newspapers. I mean, as a little kid, I mean, I I read the Monroe News Star every single morning, and we got the Ruston Daily Leader in the afternoon, and then sometimes they would throw the Shreveport Times for free. Oh, and that was awesome. That's the bonus paper. Well, that's when you got that that two papers in the morning. Because I always wanted to see the box scores, and you didn't. Would they the, run full agates every day? Oh yeah. Would they really? And you wouldn't get the you wouldn't get the West Coast games in the morning paper, but you'd get them in the afternoon paper. So I'd find out in the afternoon what happened with like the Dodgers or the Giants or whatever. It was cool. I mean, I loved it. I loved papers. I read everything I could read. Yeah. I, My birthday present every year was a, a Sports Illustrated. Uh, subscription and i would read it cover to cover i'm not even sure if i would know what papers i can get to my door every morning now i guess i could get tupelo and maybe jackson i think you can get tupelo i don't know that you can get jackson can i not get jackson every day because i walk the dogs early because i have a clarion ledger subscription but it's mobile only just to check stuff for the podcast the only paper that that. i see on people's driveways is the daily journal is it really and i guess they get the eagle still in the afternoon yeah sure well, no, it's a morning paper now. Is it morning? But it's like two days, three days. Like, yeah, it's cut. Though. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, I think so. I think I'm right. There. The last time I mentioned the Eagle is is, is a problem. So I don't we got want, in trouble. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. We're all good. Hope you guys are doing well. Yeah, I don't think – I have an online subscription to the Wall Street Journal, but I, do I don't think I can get it every morning in my driveway. Because, Sammy, you live out there. You you have more ability for that. Daily Journal's Tuesday through Saturday, so they don't do a Sunday paper anymore? Or they don't do a Sunday delivery, is that one? Or no Sunday paper period? I don't know. Remember when the Sunday paper was the big paper? Well, yeah. I mean, because it, it was like the buck fifty at the newsstand. Yeah. It was like fifty cents or seventy five for the everyday, and then the one fifty for the yeah. for the Sunday. <laughs> yeah, he says. Third, I don't think Jackson or Memphis comes to the Northeast Mississippi anymore. Wow. See that that says so much right there that like your paper of record, your statewide paper. Because look, it's not good. I mean, this is not a good thing. Who's covering legislature? Who's covering the Capitol? No, it's a bad Who's covering thing. all these things? It's a I mean, bad thing. I mean, I'm not dancing on a grave. This is no. a terrible situation for public at large. Because it makes corruption easier. Well, yeah. I mean, you need you need investigative journalism. You you, you need, need watchdogs. You, you need, need watchdogs in a, for accountability purposes. Yeah, Joseph said Saturday is the new Sunday. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, see, I, I got nothing here. No idea. Yeah, I subscribe to four newspapers, but they're all online. That's a good point too. They are they they have such early prints, and they they all get designed usually somewhere else. Like right. I know Jackson gets designed in Nashville, so when they have these huge errors that are so stupid, look, they shouldn't happen. But the people doing them are not local people. It's, it's not Suss's fault. No, it's, it's not, some twenty-three-year-old like, kid from Wisconsin who got his or her first job in Nashville at, 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 at an aggregator. Yeah, that's where they are. They're just so they're designing Jackson and Mobile and all these papers yeah. in the same place, and he just reads like the first three paragraphs and then picks a headline. And sometimes it's it's bad. It's awful. I mean, they're they're. <laughs> I mean, I think it was Bonner that it happened to. I the, the the phone call, 
I, I, I would have reached through and strangled someone. I think it was Bonner where they put the wrong edition of his story in the paper. State had beaten Arkansas. Oh, and, and they put Arkan the Arkansas one. It was a flip flop game. Yes. And so he had both versions going. He sent both versions, and they put the wrong version in the paper. Man, I'm gonna tell you because you know he's getting all the hate mail, and yeah. it's like I, I did everything. I hated me. those games. If I had a night game on deadline, I just wanted a blowout. I didn't care who blew who out. I just needed a blowout. Do not give me a close coin toss field goal game. On deadline, oh, my God, I hated that. And I got a couple of those where you called the desk and you're like, look, whatever you do, make sure you got the right one. Auburn won. Yeah, you're like lecturing people. Auburn won. Make sure the one that you've got is the one that Auburn wins in. Because you'd sent them both. Yeah. Over the course of – because they're, they're flowing. Because the bottom paragraphs are essentially the same. Yeah. It's the top. Well, the gets... first half of the game was done. Yeah. And so I'd already written about the first half, so they, yeah. they'd already – Yeah. Auburn gone. led 22-17 to 17 at halftime. Here's yeah. how that happened. That's right? history. That's, that's fact. Yeah. But there was one. It was Auburn and Florida. Florida was number one in the country, and it was a flip-flop, flip-flop game. I remember it. And, man, it was – because they kept calling me. I'm like, you see the TV. You know, like, hey, where's your story? I'm like, the game's not over. I can't make them play faster. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I sat by. And so they were, like, they were like, "We need, we need both, we need both stories." I'm like, I, I got it. You're going to get them both. And I mean, I've got one with Auburn winning, and I've got one with Florida hanging on. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.
And I'm like, man, you got to make sure you write the right one because my name's on this. So I guess it was I'm trying to think. I guess it was maybe Monday night. It was in Omaha. Maybe Monday night. I guess because it wouldn't be Saturday. It was one of the late games. So it was either Auburn or Arkansas, I guess. And I was sitting by Sus, and he was having to write a story for the next day's paper, but it was something during the day because there was no chance the game was getting in the paper, even in the College World Series. They they can't hold it. Right. Because, you know, back in the day, they would just hold, like you're talking about. They at least get the – you would at least get the nuts and bolts in, and then the next day might be the bigger story, but you would have an idea of who won. You would know who won or whatever. So he was having to write the – kind of the crowd, man-on-the-street story for the paper the next day, knowing that his game story was just online only and, and nothing. So, I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a crazy world. I mean, I remember Scott Cassiola, who now works for the New York Times, um, brilliant writer, he's a great sports writer, because frankly, he's just a great writer and he happens to cover sports. Yeah. And he, he got so pissed off back in the day. He covered, oh, he was on this beat with Commercial Appeal and – was he with you at all or was it right before? Was Scott here when you got here? He was here at first. So 07, 08, somewhere yeah. in there. And his deadline for the commercial appeal kept getting backed up more and more and more. And he had his his first edition deadline was like 745 <laughs> or 815. And he's like, what? And it was because they had like six subscribers in Arkansas that they sent a first edition of the paper to in like Jonesboro. Yeah. And he's like, what, what What? are we doing right now? So he seriously and would you have... you wonder why newspapers went under. And he would have like four or five editions of his story for the different cutoffs to get to the different sections of their viewing area or their circulation area. One of it the was reasons, the most strangest thing ever. One of the reasons that that industry died the way that it died was because it was so built on seniority. You climbed the ranks oh. at a newspaper forever. And so the people that were making the decisions during that critical time were older people who that's the only way they'd ever, I'm not criticizing them. I'm just saying they, they didn't, they didn't have a hand raised guy in the, in the editorial room. The only people that went to the staff meetings were the editors and they were all typically people who'd been there for a long time, kind of cagey veterans who'd been there for a long time and became an echo chamber. I saw it happen. Because the, I mean, they ended up making pretty good money. Oh yeah, sure. by the end, You're, yeah, yeah. You just keep trickling, sure. trickling, trickling, yeah. trickling, trickling. Yeah, it's 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 insane now. I mean, but it wasn't necessarily the smartest people. It wasn't the people who were the necessarily the most no, and I mean creative, and I don't know. I mean. Deadline writing would be an art today, but it also would be something that's not overly relevant. Still relevant, but changing how it's relevant at yeah. least. Yeah. And I know we're getting off way, and I mean, you're with us on July 11th. It kind of is. What it is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's no game. I have nothing. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I don't, there's nothing to cover. The Rebels don't play for two months. I don't know. threw a shutout against Italy yesterday. Let's break that down real quick. Yeah. He's healthy, and Mike's watching him like a hawk, and he probably won't pitch again this week. Um, that lineup did get shut out by Japan. They need to go get the Japanese kid in the transfer portal. Yeah, I was gonna say, whoever that kid was, because that was a lineup, and yeah. he he shoved. Um, 
That, by the way, is the absolute term for pitching really well between the young kids today is I've interviewed a lot of players over the last week and a half, and shove is the word I keep hearing over and over and over and over and over. And that's not one that I ever heard. No, shoved. Shoved. He shoved. He shoved. He shoved. He shoved. I've heard shoved 300 times in the past 20 days. Um, But no, I mean, deadline writing, you need to get things out timely. But for the most part, unless you're writing a really bare bones, just here's what happened, they actually would rather you flesh it out and give more context and what's next and the the more appropriate full story. The advice of, hey, just write something is not necessarily true like it used to be on deadline. Well, because now if you cared about the game, you probably watched it. Yeah. Why did it happen? What does it mean? Not who won, who hit, who got 20 years ago, decent chance you didn't see the game. You might have heard it, but you didn't see it. That's different. Totally different. The way people consume sports is different because it's all visually available. I mean, I had tremendous writer's block, as you predicted, after the national final because there's 25 stories and you're going, okay, what am I writing? What mm-hmm. is the one thing for right now to write? And I I sat there for like an hour and a half going, I don't know. I would write like two sentences, which I never do. I never have this level of writer's block or get bothered like this. And I would write two sentences and just kind of erase them and go, eh, that's not really what I want to write. It's not really the story. And it took it took an hour. I mean, I just kind of stared at my computer and walked around. And I was going to say, wh- whenever I get writer's block, I just get up and walk away. Stop staring at it. Yeah. I only get it on Sunday sometimes. I don't even get it. I don't get it that often. But when I do, I just get up and walk away. That's fair. Podcast brought to you in part by Johnson Hill Creamery, johnsonhillcreamery.com. Small batch artisanal cheese that make every single day locally and in-house here in Oxford, just off White Oak Lane, or on White Oak Lane, just off Molly Bar. We've been telling you about uh, Tasting Tuesdays. That's tomorrow, 11 to 3, all June, all July, all of August. Celebrate summer. They'll have one house cheese, one house condiment available to sample each Tuesday. Come back every week to try the uh, new selections there with uh with that, they uh, now cater wedding special events. If you need them for those things, you can see pictures on their Instagram page at Johnson Hill Creamery as uh, as well. So all their different creations, even uh, yesterday, they have some uh, some new stuff for that. So that's Johnson Hill Creamery, johnsonhillcreamery.com. Lunch menu available on Fetched for delivery, and that's 662-419-9201. We might have been given a gift. You might be able to go find this while I'm reading a couple of these. Uh, sure, go ahead. The, F, the uh, FPI, ESPN FPI game by game apparently okay. is out. All right, I'll go check it. Uh, Game Changer Patches, sponsor of my 10-weekend uh, thoughts. Speaking of writer's block, if I have it, sometimes that's when I get it. They're brought to you by Game Changer Patches, the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. Warm-up patch used before while you drink. Overtime patch is used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients keep you in the game, ready for the next play. It's GameChangerPatch.com. Promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for uh, 20% off your purchase. Also brought to you by ACS, Automation Control Systems, uh, LLC, based out of Baldwin, Mississippi. It's a full-time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff, a UL508A panel shop that can custom tailor software packages, custom design electrical control panel solutions, and much, much more. It's ACSLLCMS.com or call 662-601-4381. 
Also brought to you by Lamons Fine Jewelry. Lamons at 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. They've been serving the Oxford area for uh, almost 75 years. Engagement rings, wedding rings, fine jewelry, watches, pearls, you name it, they've got it. It's LamonsFineJewelry.com or call them at 662-2342-777. Uh, Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call Southern 662-429-4429. They sponsor Hand Raise Guys. On Thursday, it was Jeffrey Wright and Kendall Rogers. It was a really good show uh, from an audio standpoint, at least. Make sure you go check that out before it uh, rolls off your feed. Also brought to you by the College Corner. It's your one-stop Rebel Shop. Uh, two locations in the Jackson area in uh, Ridgeland. It's next to Fleet Feet and Flowood. It's next to Half Shell if you don't live in Jackson. It's okay. Go to uh, collegecornerstore.com, plus you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. The largest selection of Rebel gear in central Mississippi. I taped a Mind on My Money with Dr. Josh Hendrickson, who's probably the smartest person I know. We talked about the economy, how we got here, how you can, how we could sort of get out of this situation we're in. Josh is terrific. I think you'll enjoy it. It's brought to you by Pinnacle. It's mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N, wealth.com. And we're brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. If you're thinking about vacation, you still have time. Get in touch with John. Give him some parameters. Give him a budget. Let him give you options. And know this, you don't have to live in or near Memphis to take advantage of his services. 901-494-3387 or Edwards at regencytravel.net. Podcast is brought to you by Northeast Spark, N-E-S-P-A-R-C. Two packages, the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio, the half-fastest internet in Lafayette County. Your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's nyspark.com, 662-238-3159. Phone service, portal controls, network security, and much more. So give them a call. Get, again, the best internet. That's 662-238-3159. Do we have a direct link, Gron? Can I get that? I've got, I see the overall index for the conference, but I'm not seeing team by team. So if there's a way to do that, I'm just being stupid. So if somebody could give me a link for Ole Misses, that would be awesome or tell me where to go or whatever it is i need to uh need to do there that would be that would be great they do have old miss i do see here um ranked sixth in the sec um in fbi alabama one georgia two lsu three all yeah, four the computers A&M like LSU. five and old miss six where do they have kentucky seven okay state eight tennessee nine arkansas ten Florida 11, Carolina 12, Missouri 13, Vandy 14. Where was Auburn again? Uh, Four. Four. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah, so I have the conference, I have the national, but I can't find. They all misranked 17th in the country and 6th in the SEC. It's fair. It's fair. Yeah. I don't have a problem with that. Ole Miss is one of a handful of teams that's kind of hard to figure out. I mean, honestly, if you're – I was doing the um, what my ballot would look like. And, frankly, in the SEC West, it's like, okay, I'm putting Alabama one, and then it's you start staring at it. I don't – that Mississippi State down near the bottom, and I put Auburn at the bottom, even though I'm not sure I believe all these people. I just can't – there's something about it that doesn't feel right to me. Everyone's like, Auburn's going to suck. Auburn's going to I'm like, they never suck. 
Yeah, and, suck doesn't feel. And whenever people do this about Auburn, it's when Auburn does well, typically. And people do the, oh, it's going to be really bad. It ends up not being so bad. And I don't know why the computers are so high on LSU. I don't. I know that there's a lot of talent there. I really complain because I'm sure it's my fault, but they should not make this that complicated to find. There should be like a, a tab on the schedule page that allows you to flick over to FPI. I don't really understand, but I, I, I can't locate it. I may have to like find it somewhere in right now because I don't know how to get to it. Yeah, the computers are not... they. The A&M, with their loss of production and being so young, it's affecting them big time in, in these rankings right here. Um, I might have found it. Let's see. No. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how to get to the individual teams on the browser on the website, and if you search it, you can't get there. So I don't know. Yeah, I can't find it. Yeah. So again, if somebody could send us a link, great. But I don't know how to get to it. They're projecting Ole Miss to go seven point four and four point six. Seven and a half wins. You go over on that's that is where I would put the if I were trying to make a lot of money on the juice and I were doing the Ole Miss over under, I'd I'd set it at seven and a half. Well, that's perfect. The Alabama is Alabama's eleven point four to one point five. Oh, uh, okay. I see what Grind's saying. I can do them one by one real quick. I see what he's saying. Okay. I, I figured it out. Um they give it Ole Miss an eighty nine percent chance against Troy in the opener. Okay. Central Arkansas, whatever, but it's 98.5. Uh, Georgia Tech, they're giving Ole Miss a 78% chance of winning this, or sorry, 77.3% chance of winning this game. Okay. Giving Georgia Tech 22.7, so that has the Rebels comfortably 3-0 and on the season. Okay. Uh, we know that they are favoring against Tulsa, and that favorite is 92%, 92.4 against the, uh, the Golden Hurricane. For that one, and then, and then you start the getting into the starts. yeah. Then then it gets a little funky. You're four and zero. They are at home against Kentucky, and they're giving Ole Miss a fifty nine point nine percent chance against the Wildcats. Okay, in that one, so sixty forty for that game. Vanderbilt, obviously, they're going to be picked to win eighty nine point six in Nashville against Vanderbilt. Do you still think Vanderbilt's going to beat somebody? Do you still think they're going to going to going to get an SEC win? I'll I'll say if yeah. I put the SEC wins at Point five. I'll say yes for just consistency's sake. Okay. They beat somebody. They beat somebody. Against Auburn, they're giving Ole Miss a 54.6% chance of beating the Tigers. See, there's something weird about this. That that this is this is where it just What? I don't know. I'm I'm with I'm kind of with the computer people because I'm I catch myself. Ole Miss is the home team getting a slight edge. Yeah. But I, I, I'm running into so many people that are like, "Hey, we're starting eight now," and I'm like, "Dude, that there's some W's in there that you don't always get." Well, I mean, the computers are saying they would be seven and zero if it I went know. chalk, right? All there. right, so where, where do they go from there? LSU in Baton Rouge, they're going to be picked to lose thirty-seven percent. Okay, you think Auburn's too high and this is too low? Yes, that's where you are right now. 
If well, I told you they went one and one, you think it goes the other way? They beat LSU for some and LSU reason. Walker. I think they'd go to Baton Rouge and win. If you told me they won one of the games, and I, I'm, I'm insane. I know that. Ole Miss always plays really well in Baton Rouge. Always. And yeah. Ole Miss doesn't play Auburn well. No. I've covered a lot of these Ole Miss Auburn games, and we've they, done this. They, they all Auburn end like the same. three times since whatever. I'm just that's it. And yeah. yet I've I've gone to Baton Rouge and watched Ole Miss play really well, routinely. They're giving Ole Miss a 39.2% chance in College Station. Okay. 60.8 to 39.2. Okay. I have no problem with that. At home against Alabama, 17.5. 17.5, okay. 82% for Bama. Yeah. 17.5 for the Rebels. You hear people talk about this Alabama team who are objective and know the program. And then – as expected, this game is going to be stupid. They are in Fayetteville, Arkansas, and the percentage is 49.7. I was literally going to say flip a coin. Yep. Oh, it, was a, it was a coin flip last year. Yeah, I don't know. Do what you will. I mean, it's 52 to 51, for God's sake. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> anything could happen. Yeah. And so, then what about State? So that'd be four losses in a row. In, no, yeah, that'd be four losses in a row. That's what you and I have talked about, is that this, this season is just the way it's – scheduled could just be so weird and then they are uh giving them a 63 percent chance against the bulldogs okay so that's eight and four that's seven and oh one and four eight and four nothing that you just said strikes me as just crazy not even a little bit no <clears throat> i mean there's seriously nothing in that that is throwing me off Be weird if they're seven and zero going to Baton Rouge. Going to take a lot of be... perspective, guys. Going to take, take a lot of calmness, a lot of emotional free right. nuance. Because there will be people talking about national championship at that point and stuff, and, and the rankings they'll be top Five. six. Yeah, I mean, right there. Because they're going to start like seventeen, eighteen. Yeah, they'd be top fifth, ten for damn sure. Yeah. Fifth, sixth, and, and then, then you like, win the LSU game. Well, and then it gets weird. Because you play Texas A&M and Bama yeah. and Arkansas. Yeah. And it's like, guys, the road's been f- great, but there's like some potholes and some stuff up here. You're going to have to navigate those. Got a spike strip or two. Uh, November's November's a challenge. And you play three physical teams in a row before you play state. Three teams that are going to pound on you. Curious at states real quick, what they have kind of right before Ole Miss. They get the gimme. Their their FCS team is November nineteenth, but then they have five, six haymakers in a row prior to that. State has this weird schedule that I still can't get over. Um, and I'll be fast with this. I'm not really going through their F, their, their 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 FPI or whatever it's called, but they're almost certainly starting two and zero. I know they lost to Memphis last year, but we're going to give them that win. And then they're at LSU in week three. Mm-hmm. If you lost that one, you win that when you're 4-0 and before it gets stupid fast. But if you lose that one, you get Bowling Green. And then here is their schedule prior to East Tennessee State right before Ole Miss. I know. This is a big freaking chunk of the schedule. Yeah, I know. I know, I know it's coming. A&M, Arkansas, Kentucky, Alabama, Auburn, Georgia. I know. Brutal. You could go over. 
Sure. Now you could win like two. Sure. But you could go over. It's why I can't get their ceiling above like seven. No. I no. can't get them to eight and four or nine and three or something like that. And you lose some of those games in a row and you, you, you the human part of it kicks in. Yeah, lose to A&M, Arkansas, and Kentucky before an Alabama-Auburn-Georgia stretch. It's over at that point. Yeah, you don't bounce back. Because you're losing two of those no matter what you do. Sure. Now, they could beat Arkansas. They could beat oh, Kentucky. Of course. They could beat Auburn. Got to go to Kentucky. They do. Get Arkansas at home. And got Auburn at home. Yeah. That much, LSU game is such a... Much like Ole Miss, the Auburn game at home is big for those... Ole Miss and State both, if they want to have the kind of seasons they want to have, you have to find a way to beat Auburn at home. Brian points out that Auburn goes to Georgia the week before playing Ole Miss. Yeah. And that's an emotional game for them. They'll be up for that one. It's one of the reasons I don't like Ole Miss's game at Arkansas is Ole Miss would have just got through playing A&M and, and uh, Alabama back-to-back. That's and, an order. And if you if you start hot the way that I think Ole Miss will. Emotionally, you're in right there. You're in, and then those games are pops. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard to – and that's their last game. It's their senior day, all that stuff. I think that's a spot on the schedule that's advantage Arkansas. That makes sense. It's Arkansas – Their schedule's pretty top-heavy, so they could get off to a bad start and, and kind of fall apart, or they could do the same thing they did a year ago. Their three weeks prior to Ole Miss are at Auburn, Liberty, LSU. Yeah. I actually kind of like their schedule. Is LSU at home for them? Yeah. I actually kind of like their schedule. I know they play the multiple games they shouldn't be playing in the deep from a Power 5 standpoint. But, but they're going to win them. Yeah, Cincinnati's probably not beating Liberty's them. not going to be good. Well, BYU is the other one. It's Cincinnati yeah. and BYU. Yeah, and you got to go to Provo. Yeah, it's a weird game. It's a weird game. They have a they're, they're on the road three straight weeks at State, at BYU, at Auburn after A and M, Alabama. Yeah, it's tough. Everybody's schedule's tough, you know. I mean, yeah, but you're asking for trouble for no reason. For sure. Oh yeah, for sure. I don't know why you make that schedule. Arkansas's toughest ticket is home against A and M, and is uh, the cheapest ticket in the house is one hundred and two dollars right now. That game's in Dallas, though, right? Oh, sorry, it is in Dallas. You're right. Yeah, it's just it's a kind of versus versus an ad. It's one of those games that is so. In, both schools love it. I mean, the whole the, both campuses basically go to Dallas and party. Mm-hmm. They're a weird team. We'll see. So we'll discuss F- FPI 47 more times prior to the season opener, but there's an early look at it. Uh, just kind of curious real quick, one thing. Florida State and LSU, they're giving LSU a 71% chance against Florida State to open the season on that neutral site game. Yeah, I didn't buy that. LSU's difficult stretch is at Auburn, Tennessee, at Florida, Ole Miss, Alabama, at Arkansas. That's tough. And I don't know where this LSU hype's coming from, other than just it's LSU. Their buy is between Ole Miss and Alabama. Yeah. Congratulations. Well, they just, for whatever reason, ESPN, by God, wants to hype Alabama-LSU. I guess because they found that it works. Yeah. 
Yeah, then in Fayetteville the week after playing Alabama. Yeah. That's a it's a schedule. And then UAB before they end at A&M. That LSU schedule's tough. Yeah, and I, I don't I don't know where, where, where the hype's coming from. The computers love them, though. I still think they could lose to Florida State in the opener. Do you? I do. Not saying they are. I think they could. Yeah, they could, for sure. That's a losable game. Yeah. What'd you think of uh, Novak Djokovic yesterday? Historically, is he the is he the best ever now at, the, at this point, or is that is he there? It's seven Wimbledons. All right. Because um, I thought, what's his name? I know he does all the. Here he goes. Yeah. yeah, I know he does all the antics and stuff, but his serve game was amazing yesterday, and Djokovic was able just to kind of withstand it. Roddick was a really good Twitter follow yesterday discussing some early things that I wouldn't have noticed from serves and how Djokovic was kind of getting into his body on serves and they were having a hard time with returns and different things that he was seeing from them as as that went on. Um, so Djokovic is at 21, Federer's at 21, and Nadal's at 22. Djokovic, considering where he gets to play because of his vaccination status, is going to be favored in at least six of the next eight, depending on Nadal and at the French Open because of his clay dominance. I mean, he's got a chance to run this up to 24, 25, 26. At that point, because of his ability on all courts, yeah. I think you're probably saying best ever. Because, you know, what's interesting about Djokovic, because I used to be much more into tennis than I am now back when he finally first start go, started going, is he had to really dedicate to his body. I mean, he was early in his career, he was seen as kind of soft. He cramped all the time. He was withdraw. Yeah, he was kind of the guy that couldn't withstand and wasn't in shape enough early in his career. And then now you watch what he's doing. It's it's really freaking impressive. So when he took the six-minute break after the third set yesterday, was that a bathroom break? He he is allowed that. Now, whatever else, you know, pick – to, to regroup or mentally or whatever, but yes, you're given that ability. Um, you get one of those a match. I don't know what the rule is there. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. Um, yeah, I, I think the Dahl's the best French Open player ever, and has become a great all court player. Right. But Djokovic is a is the best hard court player ever, and is a hell of an all court player. And then Federer just did it so differently, so smoothly. It's it's his his bout against Father Time. Who won Father Time? Always, eventually. Yeah. It might Unde- take a minute. Undefeated. You can, you can put him off if you want, but eventually you're gonna you're gonna get there. But yeah. And they all were in the same It's interesting too, because I mean obviously Every era has their people like this, but these guys having the all-court ability they do all in the same era is really right. fascinating. To dominate the sport for 20, you know, 20, 20 years. Because, you know, 20 years ago, we were talking about Sampras, but he was a serving volleyer. He right. didn't have all-court prowess like this. It's not the same thing right? at that point. I mean, he he was not a French Open player. I, I thought Kyrgios played well. He played great. No, he played great. I mean, everybody was criticized. He's fun as hell as far as that. He, uh, listen, for somebody who doesn't watch tennis, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I turned it on in here and started working on 10 Thoughts, it was great. No, he's... By the end, I was like for him. He's super from that standpoint. I wanted a fifth set. He's certifiable, so but... He's, he's nuts. Yes. But then when it's over, he's like immediately he gets all down on himself. Like, I don't know that I'll ever get back here. And yeah, he's 
Yeah. There's a lot of stuff going up there. As I would say, a lot of snakes in there. He told Djokovic at one point, you should challenge this. <laughs> it was it was fun. I mean, if... Wimbledon is fun. It was entertaining. They were fun. I was entertained. Wimbledon aesthetically is the best tennis tournament on earth to watch and yeah. kind of follow. And yeah, sure. The whole deal. Well, and Fowler and McEnroe are terrific. And they are terrific. Underrated as a broadcast duo. Yeah, it has it has a certain the same way that it will draw the same way that kind of Augusta draws in viewers. Wimbledon draws in viewers. Sure. In a similar way. Sure. Used to just be must watch television. Yeah, because the second closest thing, I guess, would be like the nighttime matches at the US Open and it's not even in the same stratosphere. Right. Because they do prime time at Flushing Meadows. Well, the problem with it is that football started by then. Good point. But, You're watching football. Yeah. No, it has a great spot on the calendar to be. Yeah, no, it's perfect. To be right there. What else the hell else are you going to watch? Yeah. And then it's entertaining. And it's aesthetically, like you said, it's pleasing. And I know we're not going to get into it, but that is going to become a story in August, right? Well, it's legacy. He's already missed the Australian Open because he couldn't play there because of vaccination status, and now they're saying that he probably can't play the U.S. Open here in September. I mean, that's two tournaments on hard courts. He was not guaranteed to win, but whatever the damn nexus close is there. It was a it's, story in Australia, but because it was so far away, it really wasn't a big story. Zones. It wasn't a big and story. Yeah. We don't watch the Australian Open because of the middle of the night right. the way we watch other but there are people who do watch the U.S. Open. It's a big oh, deal. Sure. So it's yeah, going yeah. to be a story, right? Do you anticipate that? Where people no, it's are... a story. No, it will be in the national conversation for a week, which for tennis is a lot. I yeah. mean, yeah, I think it's a week of a story because he's the clear favorite. He's chasing the doll to tie 22 for the most ever. McEnroe came out in support of him Saw yesterday. That. So I'm curious. That was big. That Because that, that will not go over well with the mainstream media. Right. Which McEnroe does not go over well with the mainstream well, he media. He doesn't care. Um. Yeah. No, it's a story for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 a tournament that he would be the ultimate betting favorite in. Yeah, I mean, not even, not even a thought. I mean, you would it, it's 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 peak Tiger. Are you taking Djokovic or the field in that tournament? So, no, it's changing history because if he just plays in those two tournaments, he probably wins them, and then he's already at twenty three at the end of the year. Yeah, which would be the most ever. And look, Nadal's body. Is just being held in. But I mean, credit to him. He's sure. stood it as long as he can. But he's but, breaking down. Yeah, he's been breaking down. Yeah. So, no, it's a huge it's a huge story. Podcast brought to you in part by Prime Shrimp. PrimeShrimp.com. Hopefully you took advantage of the uh, first-time user offer last week for 50% off using code MPW. But you can still use that code if you haven't given it a shot. $20 off right now with MPW for restaurant-quality shrimp. Shrimp ship straight to your door. It's kind of hard to say. Less than 10 minutes, freezer, two plate, and it's ready to go. Five different flavors, including their two most recent options. Simply Shrimp, great for kids, great for people with a little more discerning palate. You season it up yourself or the garlic herb, herb butter, which you put over pasta, rice, vegetables, or whatever. Make it a, uh, a side for shrimp scampi with a steak or whatever you uh, desire there. So, again, that's primeshrimp.com. Code MPW for $20 off your first order. I misspelled Australian right there, but yeah. it's the Australian opens the other yeah. Grand Slam. We're also brought to you by OPA, Oxford's newest restaurant on the square. Euros, wraps, kebabs, redfish, lamb chops, handcrafted cocktails, frozen libations, and more. 306 South Lamar, just south of the square courthouse. 
in Oxford. Also brought to you by Whitney McNutt, Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all of your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. Whitney sells land, condos, commercial and residential family homes. You can reach her at 662-567-2573 or 662-842-3844. Brought to you by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency. They've been connecting great job opportunities to candidates since 1967. If you're on the job hunt, whether you're seeking an entry-level position or you're a seasoned professional, they have opportunities across the board. IT, engineering, dentistry, accounting, law, manufacturing, human resources, or maybe you don't even know what you're looking for. They can help you. Their goal is to get to know you, get to know your strengths, see what you're looking for in your next career move, help you find the right fit. Always free for the candidates. You've got nothing to lose. Give Will, Sidney, or Kelsey a call. 662-832-5138. Or check out their new and improved website, servicespecialistltd.com. And we're brought to you by The Rogue. It's your destination for fine men's clothing. Their stylist hand select pieces from top designers from work to lifestyles and nightlife. There's the perfect something for everyone at The Rogue. All the best items from Peter Millar, Martin Dingman, Jack Victor, Halsey, True Grit, and more. 4450 I-55 North in Jackson or therogue.com. Don't just accept what you see, but imagine something new. Step forward, chase after a better version of yourself every day. Corinth Dental is helping people reinvent themselves one smile at a time. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. These clear aligners are the virtually invisible way to improve your smile. So call Corinth Dental today for a no-cost digital scan of your teeth. Let them show you the way to a straighter, healthier smile. 12 months, no interest, no down payment financing available at CorinthDental.com. Amber brought to you by Southern Traditions Farm. It's a 68-acre, 32-stall, upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. It's got two sand rings, a grass ring, miles of wooded trails, a lot offered at Southern Traditions, including horseback riding. Offerings from uh, trainer Susan Walt. You can buy your first horse, compete at nationally recognized competitions as well with uh, Bowers Cone helping you in that regard. So get in touch with those guys on uh, Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. We didn't talk about this. Just curious. Pretty crazy, cool story with Mark Appel finally making his Major League debut a couple yeah. weeks ago. We never discussed it, but he's couple weeks he's ago. up to three appearances now without allowing a run. Is that right? Yeah. Uh-huh. He was the number one overall pick in 13. He is 30 years old, about to turn 31, and makes his Major League debut. He was he three first. years out of the sport. He went first in the draft when Chris Bryant was second. That's correct. Yeah. yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically went, got away from the sport, left, was and was at peace with it, and somehow kind of got back into it and has found a, a way. And Good for him. Pretty Always neat. seemed like a great guy. Pretty neat. Really neat. Well, he's no longer – he doesn't have that tag on him anymore, you know, because it just goes away. He just He's just a pitcher now. Top five picks in 13, Appel, Chris Bryant, John Gray, Cole Stewart, and Clint Frazier. Yeah. Cole Stewart was the two-sport kid, the quarterback out of Houston that Ole yeah. Miss was actually on for a while in yeah. both sports. From St. Pius X. Gray pitched at Oklahoma. Yes, that's correct. And Frazier was a high school kid out of Georgia, out of Loganville, which has been a yeah. He's still he's still playing. Colin Moran, uh, Hunter Renfro was in that class. J.P. Crawford, Tim Anderson was in that class. 
Aaron Judge was in that class. When is the Major League Baseball draft? Is it this coming Sunday? It's yeah, it's a week, right? It's they they make it part of kind of the all star all star thing. Yeah. So it's I, I only guess twenty it's, rounds, by the way. Again, yeah, twenty rounds. I guess it's this Sunday, time. like a yeah, like a week, right? Yeah, right. Six days from now, I think so. I wrote it down during that thing I put on the board. Now I don't remember. Yeah, twenty rounds. Sunday, July seventeenth to Tuesday, July nineteenth. Got it. That's when it is. Um, for those who are curious, the uh, the Open Championship is uh, at St. Andrews starting uh, Thursday. I told Neil before the show, Tiger was making sure he played in this golf tournament because it's the 150th or what was supposed to, the pandemic changed some things, but they were doing the 150th British Open at St. Andrews, so that is when that currently is, even though some things have gotten moved around. I mean, it that one golf tournament's been played since their first one was eight years after the Civil War. Um, was when the uh, the first one was played. Uh, Tiger making sure he plays. It's a place where he's done remarkable work there over the over the course of his his career. He you know he skipped the U.S. Open, pulled out. It feels like it's it's the end. I it's just my opinion. I think he is doing everything to try to finish, try to maybe compete because he knows that course so well, and if you could hold it together for four days, but. We've been talking about this for a while. Is at some point the leg, the back, all the things. And I'm not saying he's never going to pick up a club or play in a golf tournament again. But my hunch is that it might be the last time it, he, that it is not ceremonial in nature right. for Tiger Woods. I think just tea leaves, talking to a couple of people, some of the stuff he's done to really push his body this week, thinking maybe this is that last stand. Because, you know, Augusta is so hard on your body. But I just don't know that he can get around there years mm-hmm. moving forward, the what the work he has to put in. So if you're at all kind of just a sports guy or an era guy or a Tiger guy, you might want to turn the British Open on Thursday and Friday this week. It's his days is he will be an ambassador. Yeah. The ultimate am- ambassador for the no, game. No, his his he 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 his his image is great. Yeah. Nobody has a problem. He he's become a sympathetic figure. Everybody loves him. Yeah, there's no there's no black mark on Tiger at this mm-hmm. point. He's cool. He's seen as the dad with Charlie and the whole deal. And yeah, the last time that last tournament that he had to leave, I mean, you could bad. just tell he's he, limping. He's like limping around yeah, the place. He didn't. He has to do hours to get ready every day. I mean, tons of stretching and treadmill and stuff just to kind of get loose enough to play. At some point, probably doesn't. Yeah, doesn't have the hunger for it anymore. And I don't blame him. Probably other things he wants to do with his life. Then spend hours and hours and hours getting ready to play. That was ultimately what led Peyton Manning to walk away from it. It wasn't mm-hmm. that he didn't couldn't perform on game day. It's what what it took to get ready for game day. All the work, yeah. And just finally, people saying to him, "If you don't stop this at some point, this is how you're going to spend the rest of your life." Essentially, in traction. You know, something tells me Tiger wants to be able to. Do other things. Watch his kids. Yeah, just be a normal person. Because he's kind of become a normal person. He still plays some golf here or there and gets ready. But I mean, he's got a lot of other interests, a lot going on. Sure, and it's it's he's he's playing dad. He's caddying for Charlie from time to time. Yeah. He's doing a lot of that that stuff. Still, my my favorite thing that he does is the even like low level junior tournament where he's like caddying. So you know, like the kid in the next group and the dad's carrying little Jimmy's bag or whatever, and looks like goes, oh, okay, yeah. all right, there's. <laughs> There's that today. 
Go get them, son. Yeah. That dad, that dad <laughs> goes, well, this isn't fair. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I you know, the more, the, from a straight golf kid standpoint, I'm fascinated by John Daly Jr. as, as much as I am anybody from yeah. a father-son dynamic there with with What's he, John. like a 19-year-old? Freshman at Arkansas. Yeah. Something like that. So, yeah. Who knows? Uh, somehow we've uh, gotten through today's show. I don't really know how because there was not much going on, but here we are. I know we didn't times. talk about You had said we were talking about baseball. We didn't even get there. Major right. League Baseball, there's, that there's is. Tomorrow. There's time. There is tomorrow. Don't worry. Um, normal show tomorrow. Ryan Brown already set in the system for YouTube on Wednesday. We'll have that podcast out normal time as well. I don't know what, Neil. we got some different weekly stuff. Um I'll join you Thursday, but I'll just I'll, I'll be on the road. We'll do that. Um, got my new weekly show out tomorrow, talking to uh, Ben Ingram, radio guy for the Atlanta Braves. We'll discuss a lot of kind of his day to day stuff with uh, with the Braves. So it's a lot of stuff coming up on the on the network on the podcast here uh, this week, and just enjoy it. A couple weeks for uh, things. Well, really a month, I guess, before it really gets started. But um, media day next week, and we'll have stuff to you as it moves on. So have a good day, and we'll talk to you again soon. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.